One, two, testing. Oh, I know what I need. Uh, where's your... Oh, this right here. There we go. This has got to go in here. There we go. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Testing one, two. Testing. Yeah, sometimes that'll happen. Hold on. It'll happen sometimes. Sometimes you'll hear it in one and not the other. How's it sound? But you can hear we sound to the to the audience. We're 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 amazing. One, two, three. Yes. One, two. One, two. Testing one. Let me hear your voice in the mic. One, two. Test one, two. You sound great. One, two. Is that loud enough or no? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, as long as they could hear it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no. We're good. The levels are up. You son of a... <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> no good bastard, <laughs> you. He's no fucking good. You're no goddamn good from day one. I got some good voices. Did I got to get... <laughs> People were mentioning they love that you call me out for having the one voice, but there's more. The one voice. Yeah, the one voice. <laughs> He's an impersonator. He does one voice, <laughs> but it's worth it. How's that? <laughs> you go to his show. Yeah, he does better. an hour show with the same voice. It yeah, <laughs> could be anybody. It could be But it's the, the best. He does dog. Danny Aiello. And da it's the only show that Danny Aiello and Pink sound the same. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. You no good son oh, of a bitch. bitch. Why you? Remember, remember the little rascals? Doe. Yes, yes, oh. and, and, and you know what? The Simpsons grabbed that later. Yeah, dope, dope. It's the same thing. Dope. Uh, how do you how do you feel? How do you sound? Sound uh, sound good. Sounds good. I mean, if I pull away, is it still there around here? No. You're good. Okay. Yep. How about me? If I pull away over here, pull back more. Goes one, two, three, four, five, six, you. seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I need to be right on the mic. You do. Now is that is that something? Uh, no, you you're not right on the mic. It's good. So but right that might here. change during once we go on. Well, it so. depends on the voices, you know. Yeah. It depends oh. on a lot of that shit. One, two, testing. One, two, test. Okay, now phone for the. <coughs> Let me clear my phlegm. <coughs> got a little yeah. phlegm. <coughs> you know what happens down here because of the pollen down here? That happens. Does this happen to you? <clears throat> oh yeah, all the time. Does it? Yeah, constantly. I'm, I'm constantly, you know, uh, <clears throat> getting out, uh, going like that to get rid of the the little rolling effect. Yeah, because my old man used to do that all the time. Ah, ah, that was the <coughs> sound. <even. coughs> yeah, that was the sound. No matter what, we should talk about that. Yeah, we should. All right, so uh, Dean Martin. Spacious little garage here, I would say. Yeah. It's actually a one and a half car. It's all you need. It's actually, a, if you look at it from the end over there to there, it actually could be a two car if it was opened. You know, it could be, but you know what? It's I think it's good the way it is. Yeah. Just leave it the way it is. And I'm sitting in a honky in 
It's almost against the grain, I like that. It's not, it's not something you hear Dean Martin all the time. It's a Dean Martin song. Yeah, a no, it's a Pelga thing. That's a song I have never heard. Yeah, a little old wine drinking me. That's right, I've never heard that. It's amazing. This is the one. That's a good one. Or you think Sinatra? I think Dean. We did Sinatra yeah. episode one. Yeah. Okay. That's just variety, you know? Once we go, we're going. That's the way it usually works with us. I get myself ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Because we don't edit. There's a couple, of and they should know that. We should make it a point to point that out. You know? Yeah, make you know it a point to point that out. <laughs> yeah, we don't edit. Because once we go, we go. We're gonna go. You going right now? Are you ready? Let's go. This is episode five. We don't eat all the meatballs. Here we go. This is the uh, the mob episode. We're gonna talk about other things. You like this song, Charlie? I like it. I like it. I never. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard it. Gotta appreciate it. Strada. Good. We always go for it. Two by two. Sound kind of like him. An evening in Rome. Very romantic. Son of my bitch. Very sexy. Son of the bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, don't eat all the meatballs right there. Welcome. Welcome to episode five of Don't Eat All the Meatballs. I'm Michael Wheels Paris. You got Charlie DeFazio in the house. Bonacetta. 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 This is the mob episode, Charlie. We're doing a sure. mob episode tonight. You think we know anything about that or what? Well,. You know, I mean, I got a story to tell. You got stories? I mean, I don't want to mention, I'm not going to mention names. <laughs> that I won't do because. No, you can't mention I mean, I still, I still respect and know these people. They're still out there. Could we use the nicknames? Though? Well, what? they always say don't mention anybody that's alive. Don't mention anybody that's alive. Well, you could talk about know. dead people. No, everybody I'm talking about tonight is dead. But you can't talk about people that are alive. No. It's a disgrazia. Disgraziad. Son of a bitchy, mobeshed. Oh, you're no good bastard. You're no good. But I got to tell you something, just to start off the show. I got, I got to be, I got to be honest, because we've been getting a lot of good feedback. We've been getting some really major feedback. The feedback is extraordinary. You want to give them numbers? You want to talk about the numbers a little? Well, bit? I mean, right or now with the downloads, are well into twelve thousand downloads, and that's unheard of for a, for a podcast. So we've only aired four episodes. This is number five. And there's thousands of downloads. Thousands. Like, at least 12,000. Well, that's amazing. I was telling Wheels Inside, uh, 
you know, some uh, person said to me, how many downloads again? They asked me, I said, I don't know. I think it's in the thousands. And the person's jaw hit the floor. Right. I don't know anything about these numbers. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I keep on top of it as much so as I good. can. I'll tell you what, man. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. I want to get into one thing first. I think we got to get it. We got to Because, listen, I've been doing comedy 35 years. You're in the business. How long are you in the business? Showbiz in general? Yeah, showbiz in general. Uh, I would say 88 when I got out of college. All right, so 88. You know. 98, yeah, 2008, 18, 30, 19, 20, same 32 years. Pretty much the same as you. You see how I did the math on that? Eight, you know, I'm good at math, 98, though. 98, 2008, 18. That's 30, 30, 18, 19, 20, 32 years. So you're good at math. No, I just was able to figure I it out. I suck at math, but I know years. I know timelines. I go by tens. You have to go by tens. You yeah. see things in a linear, like a timeline. Do you see the years? Oh, well, like, like you said, like, like when you said to me there. 98, right? Yeah. No, you said 88. I said 88. So yeah. I said I started at 88. So in 88, 98, 10 years. 2008, 20 years. 18, 20, 30 years. 19, 20, 20 two years. 32, 32 years. That's one way to look at it. I was <laughs> able to figure it out. That's how I figure. I mean, people could just pick it out of a, a number. And that's know. before the uh, bourbon goes down. You know what right aggravates me? Yeah. And I'm drinking yeah. a little Buffalo Trace tonight. But you know what aggravates me tonight about people? Not tonight, but in general, always. Well, in general. Go ahead. Let's hear it. How people can, uh, and I want to get into what this whole core of the podcast about is, about the mob and a few things we want to talk about up front. But what really bothers me is when people go like this. Oh, listen. Uh, so right now, we, what, what month is it? Right now we're in. We are in May. Very uh, so close, it's May. Three days from June. All right. May 28th, oh, right? Yeah. So if somebody says to me, uh, August, hey, uh, Wheels, I want you to get the, I want to get together yet with you. Um, so, I, so I say, no. I tell them, listen, I'm having a party on August 18th, Charlie. Can you come over? Mm -hmm. And right away you go, oh, yeah, that's a Wednesday. How the fuck did you, you know, know I that? don't know how they know that. That's like, you know what? That's like an idiot savant. You just happen to you know, know these things. Like immediately you know knew that, that it was a Wednesday. I don't even really know if it was a Wednesday. I'm just guessing. People do it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that? Three months? It's a Wednesday. How do you like, calculate that? I got to look at my calendar to figure out how to even get to the month. I walk around with a calendar. This, know, this guy knows that four months down the line, from right now, the 28th of May to February 18th, is going to be a Wednesday. It's kind of like the Rain Man. You yeah. know, they just know these things. Yeah, they're like uh, idiot savants. That's exactly what it is. Or an idiot. Yeah, one just, or the other. Yeah, you could say idiot. And then the, uh, the left will get mad I'm at that. I'm getting tired of people <laughs> that take offense to everything. Oh, boy. You want to talk about it the week ahead? You first. No, because, first. listen, we, we, have, we have stated about who we are. We're not, we're, our show is unedited, un, un, unedited, unfiltered. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. We don't, we don't edit. We don't splice things together to make a better show. It is what it is. This is what you're getting. All right? This is the show you're getting. All right? So we might say things that you might think is off color or maybe things that you don't agree with. And that's the beautiful thing about what we can do in this country. We're allowed to disagree. Yeah, but part of that uh, country, there's a certain side of yeah. a certain party right. that doesn't think so. And, and, they, and, they, and not know. only that, they don't think so. And that's fine if you don't think so. But do you got to get violent over it? They, you know, well, they get very aggressive about it. You know, and that started around 2000. Yeah. November. That's that's when this whole craziness. November began. 2000. I would say so. It was yeah, a Tuesday. As as Bush got in. on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, it was four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon when yeah. Bush got when right. Bush got inaugurated. And we're not no, no. politically. No, no. Trump. Right? Or was it was it Bush? It was Bush in 2000. Oh, you're talking about 2000. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, that's when this insanity right began. And we're not we're not getting political. No, again. we never get political. And right? if we did get political, <laughs> just FYI, you have to deal with it. I dig Trump. Yeah, I, I support I, him. And That's I think the reason. people are starting to get that at this point. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Listen, I hope you love the show for the entertainment purposes. But if you're offended about what I say, fuck that. I can give two shits about it. Turn it off. I don't need your download. Honestly. I would say I would say just about everything we brought up on the show last week, which was the Memorial Day episode. Right. Somebody out there took offense to at least one of those things. I don't need the download. <laughs> no. I don't need it. 
I wish you well. I wish you the best. God bless you. I don't give two fucks if you tune in or not. Lots of luck. I will find my audience. I know who my audience is. My audience knows who we are. If we went against everything we said and tried to baby and spoon feed everybody and baby feed everybody, we would be lying. Well, the thing is, why should you edit your thoughts? You're not allowed to edit your thoughts. You're not allowed to express your opinions. Apparently not to some no, people. I'm doing comedy 35 years. I've been on some of the biggest stages in the country and said what I wanted to say. Now I got a podcast and I'm doing it out of my house on the Gulf and I can't say what I want. I've earned the right, people. Listen to me. I've earned the right to say what I want. And if you're offended, turn it off. I get it. I'm okay with it. We can still be friends somewhere but I can care less, and I ain't changing my format, and nor do I feel that you should abide by the format if you don't agree. If you don't like it, don't listen. And if you're offended, great. I guess we're affecting you. And you know what? I always say you can't make everybody happy. If, you, if, if 100% of the people love you, you're boring. you got to have 50 and 50. 50% love you, 50% hate you. People are talking. I can care less. I, I do what I do. I'm at the age now. At fi- I'll be 55. I ain't going to stop doing what I'm doing. You know what offends me? What? Political correctness. Me too. It offends the fuck out Yeah, of me. me too. It's that's bullshit. A, that's about the only thing that offends me. Yeah, that's you know, it. And by the way, guys, it's okay for you to disagree with us. We want that. We want the, uh, you know, the give and take, right? We, also, we yeah, want I, that. Yeah, I don't care. I, I'll debate with you. You want to call but, in? I'll have you call in. But there's always a but, right? But. Always a but. Okay, let me give them not an Not for nothing but. Not for nothing but. And you have right. to precede that. Don't right. forget by the word but, not for nothing. And you but. follow that with but every single right. time. But here's an example. You want to hear an example? Yeah. So last week, and, and believe it or not, we don't even really go back and listen to these podcasts. Which no, is the I haven't listened to one I yet. I swear to God, I have not. I just, we I'm sure that. it's great. That's, you know what that's like? It's like me and you having a conversation here yeah. without these mics and me going home and try to remember exactly what we said. I just don't do it. But apparently, thank you for listening. Right. But here's a good example of what happened last week. Apparently, we were talking about juicing. This right. is a good one. I didn't listen to it, but I'm okay, sure it's a great Okay, neither did show. I, but... We were talking about juicing because the health and fitness thing comes up. And this, this right. is, I'm laughing about this all week. So I said something uh, somewhere along the lines. Is, okay, yeah, juicing is good. I don't do it myself. But I guess it's good. Uh, it's gotten a little ridiculous. Uh, they're juicing steaks and asparagus right. and yeah, onions everything. at this point. Yeah. In so, all you can eat buffet. So we made a fucking joke. Right. Uh, okay. Which is actually a bit that I've been doing for the last <laughs> of course. eight years. Yeah, but I had a guy contact me. He actually right. sent me a direct message, guys. Listen to this. To complain to me about how dare I diss and disrespect juicing. That never happened on the show. I got all this bullshit like, you know, juicing. And here's that voice again. Maybe this right. is the same voice the same I use exactly. all the time. But I'll use it. That's what you do. Juicing has cured many illnesses. And how dare you disrespect juicing. Hey, listen. If you can't handle the opinions and the jokes, folks, like Wheel said, Tune out, yeah. please. Tune, okay. The guy, uh, I had to think about, the guy was 500 pounds. If you really honestly think that I got a friend who's 550 pounds who called me up that he lost a pound, and I said, oh, really? And I said, how? Juicing. Oh, well, how'd you do it? What, you, what are you, juicing TV dinners? If you believe that, then you're an idiot. You're a moron. Now, I don't know your friend. I don't know your friend. And, 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 I, and I honestly feel, I don't know got to give him the idiot Well, award. you know, you know you, yeah, th- exactly. But the thing is, we like, like I said, we respect this give and take. It creates debate. It creates all that. 
but don't direct message me. And then another one comes. No, here's a good one. I got to talk about this for a second. So usually we open the show with a song, <laughs> and we usually talk about right. that. What Bruce five minutes before? Yeah, yeah. So we talk about it. Say, Wheels, what do you know? We play. It's Memorial Day. So Born in the USA sounds like a great song. Guys, I know, and Wheels knows what the song is about. It's a protest song. It's not a pro-American song. We all know this. But get it. the fucking song happens to be a great anthem. Yeah. And so we just sung. So I get a message. I didn't get, no, I didn't get a message. I got a direct post on my timeline by somebody right. saying, how dare you use that song that Bruce never intended. On your that. Facebook. On my goddamn Facebook timeline. I'm See like, what are I mean? you out of your fucking minds? First of all, we're making a joke, you mama lukes. Yeah. And this could be anybody. But anybody. This is, it could come in from your best friend. And even friend. if it, it wasn't a joke. A I played this song. It's a great song. Yeah, what are you out of your mind? We know what the song means. Yeah. It, it drove me insane. I, I don't know why, but it did. It's like, first of all, don't touch my timeline. Right. Please, don't ever do that again. Right. Second of all, we'll play the fucking song anytime we and want. And most people don't know what it means. No, they don't. They, and they most don't people care don't know. If you're a diehard, you know what it means. Because it's a kick-ass song. And I didn't play it because, oh, what's the, what's the message behind it? I mean, this is the same guy that plays American Pie and looks up the lyrics to figure out what does it really mean. Enjoy the fucking song. If, yeah, exactly. Enjoy the song. And if you've got that much time on your hands where you need to hyperanalyze everything and debate everything and be offended by everything, guys, step the fuck back. I got a couple suggestions. A, get laid. That helps. Yeah, that's number one. Okay, that'll make you feel good. Number two, have a drink. And if you don't have a drink, start. Number two. Number three, what is it, Wheels? You got something for number three? Get laid. Okay. And, <laughs> and number four, and here's a good one. That baseball bat that you've inserted up your ass, okay? And this goes for all of you, you crazy far-left lunatics, okay? Right. Pull the baseball bat out of your ass that you inserted up there 20 years ago. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm just playing this song. Play the song. For rainy California. Dean Martin was coming to Cowboy Bell. Dean Martin. You think we got a little bit off our chest there? Just yeah. Now? Lot, yeah. We? <laughs> well, we are, we know your friend's a moron. I mean, he's not my friend. He's your friend. You got. It doesn't live even with have it. to be your friend. It could be anybody out of the blue. You got to live with it. I mean, if you're okay with that, you know that. Well, Listen, I got friends that are morons. Listen, it's okay. Somebody lectured me about Levi's, but at least it was useful information. Levi's. Right, right. Levi's are now manufactured in Bulgaria. Thank you for that information. Yes. But the Cowboys wore them for 150 years right. here. But, but do you know what, though? Very much Who fun. said that? Who said it? Yeah, because the real Levi factory, Yeah. the Levi factory is in uh, Henderson, Nevada. To this day? I used to live around the corner from it up until about a year and a half ago. Okay, so, so basically, so even if it was outsourced a few years ago, how many years were the fucking jeans manufactured right. here in the USA? It's a Levi. It's a Levi's. Yeah. You know, it's just funny because how, pe how people relax. always always do that. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, have you had the, uh, let's say, for instance, Buffalo Trace? I'm drinking Buffalo Trace tonight. That's good stuff. No, it's a great bourbon. It's an American, it's it's an American bourbon. One of the best bourbons in the country. But you know what a person would say Somebody's about Somebody's going to debate that. What are they going to yeah, say? You know what they're going to say? No, what are they going to say? Fucking made in China now. Yeah, although they've been saying that about everything. <laughs> like, no, no matter what, but, but it is. That's, that's like a defense. It's always to China. made in China. Everything's made in China. Yeah. But you no, know what? You know what else they'll say? The nut jobs, they'll say, that is discrimination against buffaloes. Yeah. They've been slaughtered for their coats. Yeah. It's oh, something, something ridiculous. You like KitchenAid? You know, it's a Japanese product now. You know what? Yeah, yeah. It's a good fucking. I don't. Everything. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? Are you researching I, everything that's out there? Well, no, no, that's what they do. They do research. They go into deep, deep detail on their research. It's amazing. And let me tell you something. It's amazing. I, I agree with Buy American Made. 
Absolutely. If Why you not? could find it. If you could find it. Nothing's fucking made you here. You see that Jeep in the driveway? I got a yeah. Jeep. Okay. Before that, I had a Nissan Xterra. It happened to be a nice vehicle. But now I'll stick with the Jeep. Is that right. good enough for you? Where's guys? the Jeep made? But do you know I, if the I whole thing was made here? Well, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get that shit Jeep about this. Jeep could have been made somewhere in China. Well, the actual logo of the Jeep is manufactured yeah. in Swahili. And they know exactly. language Swahili. Well, you know, the body is made in Tasmania. How the fuck do you know? And the Tasmanian devil was tortured to make that thing. And if you got that much time yeah. on your hand to know exactly that quickly. Then get off the internet. You don't belong And there. do what? Get, get laid. laid. And you do another things we don't know about. And I don't if you get can't get laid, buy it. Exactly. Pay for it. It's okay. Exactly. I agree. And by the way, last thing about this. Yeah. The apology tours. Let's touch on I this don't for apologize for nothing. Neither Never do did. I. Never Apologies. Did. You know what you know what the thing about these things, if you guys don't know what we're talking about here, this apology thing, this this epidemic that's happened. Okay, where you say something that the other side or certain sides don't happen to agree with. So you're forced to go on an apology tour. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Wheels, please. Everybody's apologizing for things. And I got to tell you something. An apology tour. Yes. A apology. tour. Yeah. You're on tour. What are you apologizing you for? Shirts. You don't even, they don't even know what they're apologizing for. What does that mean anyway? That's like a kid no, in school. Apologize, little yeah. Jimmy. I yeah. apologize. They what don't know what mean? they're apologizing for. No. What does no. it even mean? So you got to go on a... T- that means they're going to be a future asshole. Did you hear? Yeah, exactly. Did you hear about the uh, your pal, Jimmy Fallon, this thing that surfaced yesterday? And I'm a good buddy with Jimmy. So me and Jimmy are good friends. I didn't read the whole article. Tell me. I know it was okay. from years ago, and I do remember the blackface episode, but fill us in. Okay, apparently uh, it's all over the internet. Um, Ten years ago, Jimmy Fallon did a blackface, and he was right there, I guess, with Chris Rock or somebody. So he puts the blackface on. All right. So ten years later, yesterday, he's forced... To apologize profusely. Now, now, what does that even mean? What are, what are these these far far left lunatics uh, want you to stand up on a podium and apologize? How, how childish! How inane yeah, is this it, shit? It's absolutely it's absolutely uh, horrendous what people want us to do. I now. don't get it. And I'll tell you what: I don't apologize for nobody. I don't apologize. I don't for apologize I don't because I really honestly feel if I say it, I meant it, and if I didn't mean it, I'm not going to apologize. Uh, but I, I mean, it, it is what it is. If you don't agree with my opinion and you expect an apology, you know what you could do with that apology wheels? What can you they shove do? it up your ass? You, you pound it up your ass. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I uh, I tell you what. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm really pissed at a fellow comedian. If you want to call her that, I can't stand her. Good mention. Uh, Kathy name? Griffin. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So Ka- I don't know. Ooh. I told you about it earlier. Kathy Griffin now is tweeting. Uh, that she wants to uh, wants somebody to give Donald Trump an eye and an, 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 what do you call it? a syringe needle and kill him by putting air in the needle. This lady is this lady is sick. What did she say five six years ago though? She wanted to, she wanted him beheaded, but she had a picture. She a had a picture of the, of, the, of the beheading. Yeah, the beheading holding Trump's head up. Yeah, yeah. This so, is who we're dealing with. Yeah. So if I was dictator, you know what I would do? I'd bring back uh, medieval torture for this bitch. Oh, she's it, no good. It's traitor. You know, first of all, she's a traitor. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Let me that, tell you something about one. Kathy Griffin. Shh, Kathy Griffin, yeah. I know her from Hollywood. All right, I'm going to give you a little inside sure secret do. about tra- Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin used to hang out at the Laugh Factory back in the day, right? And she used to sit there all fucking night. She was unfunny. It wasn't funny at all. So she was trying to figure out how to get attention. Kathy Griffin, she's an ass eater. That's what she does. She used to eat ass to get on stage. She would tell the comedians, like, you know, other comedians. I'm not going to name who they so are. So specifically, that was her thing? Rim jobs. So that's what she did. Yeah, rim job Kathy. Now, who demanded that from her? you have any specific? Oh, I do. <laughs> I can't tell you who they are. I'm not, like I said, I'm not mentioning names when we get into the mob stuff, but even comedians. They used to tell, listen, you rim me, clean me out, I'll get you on stage. And she was all for it. 
Oh, she would recommend it. <laughs> so it was like it became her. That uh, was her drug of her choice. Passion. That was her drug of and choice. You know, right again, but this is even a woman. It's like whatever she believes. I don't give a rat's ass what you guys. Seriously, guys, I don't care what you believe. I know Wheels doesn't either. But the minute you attack the other opinion, you're a moron. You're a complete person. asshole. Yeah. So leave us alone, please. Yeah. I'm not going to allow well. people their opinions. Not just that. allow people their opinions. Yeah, I, I I agree with that, and I think that you know, and I and I, and I, I never liked Kathy. I uh, I don't take back what I said. So what would you deal if you were a dictator? How would you deal with her as a traitor and as a? I would deal with her the same way she wants to deal with Donald Trump. And what would that be? She wants a syringe up her arm, up his arm. She wants to kill the president. She's being investigated, by the way, by the by the Secret Service. They're not taking this lightly. That's no, a threat. Why should they take you it? You don't threaten. Remember years ago, it's a crime, said, isn't it? They always said you don't threaten the president. How do you threaten the president of the United States? This is a man who who who's running our country right now. Yeah, and by the way, I'm sure Wheels will agree. It doesn't matter who the president is. If it was Jimmy Carter, if it was uh, if it was Hillary uh, Clinton, it does, it does, if it, it was who, if it was Obama, I wouldn't wish that on Obama. Respect the you respect office. your office. And we talked about that episode. Yeah, two, that was episode we, two or three. Obama got in. I supported. I the supported guy. the guy. I might have voted for him at one point. Yeah. Well, you know? I, got, I got an execution for her. You know what you do? You bring back the uh, brazen bull or something like that, or the tar and feathering. What else did they have? Drawn and quarter. That's a good one. Drawn I, and I always like the drawn like and quarter. Yeah. yeah, because you separate them. In five you separate pieces. them, and then you can figure out which part you like and which part you don't. <laughs> People probably think we're on acid. She's no goddamn good. She's no fucking good. That's what my grandfather plays. It's a new voice for you, by the way. It's not now. Here's Paulie, her husband. Yeah. He would say, oh, and he'd be stuttering because he couldn't get through. He'd be like, you, you motherfucker, and the fuck, and the fuck. And that's exactly <laughs> that's what he would do. But that's what I would say to her. I would say, I had, my, my, uh, my, I had an uncle. His name is Generose. Oh, that's good. Ta- real, real. He wasn't an uncle. He was like a. He was like a, my friend from Gus, the country, my dear friend Gus, who passed away. He had a heart attack. Poor girl. My be- one of my best friends. His father. Was and I greenhorn. called him uncle. Was a real. Now, what greenhorn. does that mean, Greenhorn? Tell the I have no idea. Greenhorn. Even, what does that mean? It's the same as Guinea. But they used to say that growing off the up, boat. When you were a Greenhorn, you were like but right off the, the boat. But off the boat was a nice way of saying it. You're a nice way of saying you're a Greenhorn. Well, now it's say it. You know, everybody knows. But if nowadays, you say Greenhorn you now, Greenhorn, and she call you that. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, he's a Green. You know what she used to call My us? mother used to go. They're Greenhorns. They're Greenhorns. But yeah. you know what she would call us? Low class Guineas. Her own grandchild. Yeah. She goes, "You're acting like low class Guineas." Now that's the voice. That's her voice. That's a good one. Sometimes George. Carlin's voice. Yes, it is. <laughs> my so my uncle Jen, I call my gentleman called Generosa. He used to he, he didn't speak a word of English. He knew a little English, but he would always he knew how to curse in English. So no matter what I asked him, hey Jerry, how you doing? Hey, goddamn bitch. That's all he knew. <laughs> what? I would say what? I'm like, how's everything at home? Hey, you got the son of a bitch yeah, in gay. the fucking <laughs> ass because because Mikey the balls. It's a fuck. That's it's like, it's a, so that's like vodka. All I did right? was ask him how he's doing today. That's all you had to do. It's it, a, it, such a fuck, yeah, you Mikey. Because, <laughs> because you don't understand. It balls it in the ass. Yeah, but that's another. Yeah, exactly. What they always proceeded that way. You, yeah. you don't know. You got to understand. And he's explaining. They don't understand. This whole concept of how he's doing. Yeah, but they had a curse. But that was it. Yeah, that was it. Listen, it's a culture we curse. That's it. And I would even ask, how's your stuff. wife doing? Hey, son yeah, of a bitch. No good. good. <laughs> no fucking good, Mike. No trust anybody because you don't trust the people that are going to take you for fucking money. God damn a fucking bitch. Yeah. And they would yeah. yell. And you heard that all day long. Passionate, in the passionate about it. On the street, in the house. He owned a pizzeria in Valley Stream, Long Island. His, his son used to work in the pizzeria, Gus. Mm-hmm. And he would go out. And Gus couldn't. He was in his 20s. He couldn't date. His father didn't want him dating. Mike, where's it Gus? Where's it Gus, Mike? I don't know. He's out tonight. Wait, where's it Gus, Mikey? 
Where's the ghost, you son of a bitch? I don't know. I think she went out with. I think he went out with Cindy. Cindy, Mikey. Cindy's a no son of a bitch. <laughs> and it always came back yeah, to that word. No, it always came. But Mikey, Cindy, you don't understand. Cindy, it's a son of a bitch. Putana, yeah, son oh, of a bitch. Oh, yeah, Putana came up all the time. Putana. No now, matter what who tell it, What's Putana mean? It's a whore. Whore. Yeah, it's a yeah, whore. You're a whore. You got to say it that way, too. Whore. It's a whore. <laughs> that one's for dice, right? That's <laughs> right. So so this this show, this is about, and this, you know, let me tell you something. I, I started comedy in, in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. At a comedy club called Pips in Sheepshead Bay. Number one, it opened in famous, 1962. Famous, place, famous yeah. on Emmons Avenue, right next to Randazzo's Clam Bar. And to play that room, you had to be, you had to know how to fucking. If you could survive that room on a show, you were on your way to fucking start. I mean, everybody started it, including now, George Carlin, did he really, David Brenner. So it's an unforgiving audience to play. So it's a Brooklyn see. tough crowd. They are truthful, and they're going to tell you how they feel about it's you. If you're not funny, they're not going to laugh at you. And they're going to boo you off the stage, or they're going to tell you, go fuck yourself, you jerk off. They're going to yell. As it should be. And they're going to win. If you're weak, you're gonna, they're going to win. So I remember, like, it's funny because, uh, and I'll tell you what happened. I, um, I'm at Pips, and that's how I met Andrew, uh, you know, Dice, and... Uh, but years ago, before when I was just starting here as an open micer, there was a restaurant next door called Rubino's. Mm-hmm. Now, Vic DiBetetto, who everybody knows out there, Vic, you know, um, the, milk and, the milk and bread guy. Do you know who Vic is? Uh, no, you got to refresh me on that He's one. He's a comedian, and he did the whole video right. about milk and bread panicking during the hurricane. You gotta, I got to get milk and bread. you got to look it up. Yeah, because you always have to get milk and bread. Right. right. So Vic is a very funny guy. So Vic is on stage, and I happen to be on, in the audience that night, and Vic is on stage, and next door there was a restaurant called Rubino's. So as he's on stage, right, we hear gunshots. Bobby Rubino, who owned the club, mm-hmm. got fucking killed in his own bar, directly wall-to-wall next door to Pips. As we're doing our shows, as Vic is on stage, you're hearing gunshots. And that was a hit. It was a mob hit, yeah. And... Um, it's the way it was growing up See, in that area. that's just the way it was. And it was uh, all of those major areas in New York and Jersey, right? I mean, uh, yeah. And I, was bank- and I was bankrolled with them. They, uh, they actually took me, and uh, I won't mention any names, and I loved them all. They were great people. I still do to this day. And they were very helpful. They took me and brought me. Listen, I've done a lot of stuff because of uh, them taking me to. I did every mob wedding. I've done, I, did, I did parties for, like, major people. I can't even mention the names, but. You know, I did a party for Jake LaMotta. Nice. At a, I did a party for Jake LaMotta in New York City at a place called Pasquale and Wang's. It was a Chinese-Italian restaurant. The only Italian-Chinese restaurant, they would have, they had broccoli lab egg rolls. I'm not even kidding. They had broccoli lab egg rolls now, on the menu. that's an idea for down here, where we live. Just yeah. Start that. And I'm on stage, and Jake LaMotta's in the audience, and it was the greatest thing in the world. The guy was basically... And he used to do stand-up, correct? He at the did, end of his life. but way back, so... So he was old when I when he was on. And every time I would get on stage and I would say something and the crowd would laugh at my joke, Jake LaMotta would get up and take a bow. Did he really? The guy was gone. He was done. He was senile, whatever he was. And I would say, like, blah, blah, blah. And the crowd would go, yeah, you know. And he would get up and he would bow. Because thank he you remembers very much. the applause. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so he was reacting yeah, to all that He applause. was raised. Yeah. So every time yeah, I would cheers. get. And I was getting a bunch of laughs. I was, you know, I was a killer comic. And uh, the guys in the room, all these wise guys, right? I mean, they wouldn't smile. They wouldn't laugh. Half the room was wise guys. The other half was whoever was watching the show. So the wise guys, they wouldn't laugh, you know, stone cold, because they can't be caught laughing. Because mm-hmm. if you're caught laughing, you show your vulnerability side. So they can't be caught laughing. But Jake LaMotta was in the mix. And I would say something like, yeah, then this happened. And then everybody would go, and he'd, wake, he'd go, ah, ha, ha. He would get up, ah, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so totally out of his mind at totally that point. Totally out of his mind at that point. And I, so I did his birthday party. But, um, you know, I mean, it's very, it was a very, a lot, during the 90s, Hey, listen, the mob was still very thick. 
They were very thick all through that area. That was, a, I mean, all through New York. You know what? It weeded out after what generation? What would you say? Uh, I would the, say uh, uh, 95, 96. That's probably when it happened in Hoboken. In I would say when it started going down. I don't, I don't want to say they still exist right now. There's a lot of guys out there that I still know. But not like it was. No. The no. glory days, 70s, 80s. But they 80s. took care of you. Didn't they take care of you? They did take they care duked of you. you. They used to call it duking. They would. I would go to the clubs. I did a lot. Of, I was a doorman in a social club. And how much did you walk out with at the end of the night? Uh, nothing. God forbid. Oh, money-wise. Yes. I always make good money. Yeah, you yeah. don't take from Because me, they no. take care of you. Yes. And I was a doorman at a club in New York, in Brooklyn, and uh, somebody would come to the door. It was a gambling room, really. It was just a place to gamble. And, you know, numbers and stuff. And take your bets and, you know, pick them over the under. Yeah, you do the numbers. Yeah, so they would, they would knock on the door, and I had to be the guy. Who is it? Mm-hmm. Who is it? Oh, it's uh, Joey B. All right, Joey, hold on. I'd open the little window. I'd look oh, to see. Oh, so you did in. have that little sliding oh, window. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love those. And I would windows. let Joey B in, so Joey B can make his bet, and uh, and move on with his life. Oh yeah, that was a very big part of my life. But they were good guys deep down, you know. I mean, yeah, everybody understands the history and the uh, job, but they were good guys. Well, you know what? The it ones is? I met, you can't well. resent it because listen, these people—they're not going around like nowadays. You got people that kill and stuff. Anybody, you know. These people, this is a, a certain ethic, a code. You know, they didn't kill rifing kids. They didn't kill pregnant women. They didn't kill 20 people to get to one person. It was no, very calculated. No, you, you went after the source. You, you went after the source, and it was respect. A matter of fact, like a lot of people don't know, in Las Vegas, uh, it's, very, it's a neut- what they call neutral. Mm-hmm. So in Las Vegas, uh, let's say you're on one family and, and the other person on the other family, and and you gotta hit, you gotta hit this guy. You were, you were told to make sure if you see so and so, you whack him. If you're in Las Vegas together and you happen to see him, not allowed. Now why is that? Because it's out of Vegas is considered a neutral area, and money comes first. But there were rules. The rules were you didn't touch anybody in Las Vegas. So there was a code of ethics and honor. And, and you know what people laugh at that, but there is a truth. You could walk that. right next to your worst enemy. At one of the hotels, and be right next to him, gambling at the same and table. Nothing you can do about it. Smile, how you doing, buddy? And you have to do that. And that was it. Yeah. How you doing, my friend? Nice to see you and your family. God bless. Yeah. Buy these guys a drink. Do me a favor. Now, you think the rest of the world, the corrupt politicians, the cartels, you think they abide by these laws? No. no as soon don't. as you're done, leaving Vegas, you land at Kennedy Airport, you're back in New York, you see the same guy the next day at the Dead. diner. Done. Dead. Done. That's Nothing it. personal. Nothing personal. That's right. Strictly business. Yeah. That's one of the lines. Yeah, and don't forget, you know, you got to understand something. The famous line, Godfather 2, we all love it. What's the difference between the politicians and the mob? Not much, really. They're all part of the same hypocrisy. That's right. The that's same absolutely hypocrisy. true. To this day. To this day. Do you think what you see on, on Fox News or CNN or any of these channels that you watch, do you think that's really what it is? No, they're thugs. They're fucking gangsters. Of course they are. Look what they Every did. Every one of them Players down the line. the example. Look what they did to Megyn Kelly. You say the wrong thing. Look what they did to Bill O'Reilly, and that could be anybody. But they, Absolutely. they ax you if you say the wrong thing. Why is that? I Why believe. That? I believe. Hey, because really. it's the same bullshit. That's right. And I really honestly believe that the president, vice president, yes, they have a job to do. But they're a face to a bigger picture out there, regardless. I believe, I don't want to say the word, I mean, Illuminati, you call it Illuminati. Call it whatever you want. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. I believe, honestly, there are about five or six, maybe seven, old white men that run this country. And they are very quiet, silent. They're in the, they're in the back end. You don't see it anymore. You don't, and they're telling these people what to do. I mean, I don't know if it still exists, but I do believe at one point in American society that that, that it did exist. It did exist. Uh, President Nixon, mm-hmm. um, who... Uh, of course, resigned. You know, 
back in the day. He had to resign because of the, the Nixon, you know, Watergate. Yeah, he was forced to resign um, in Watergate. You know, he got on TV, oh, I'm not a crook. You know, Isn't he, that great? Isn't I'm that not awesome? a crook. With the hands up in the air. <laughs> God bless America, I'm not a crook. But the anyway, my father, my father, you didn't even know this, my father was friends with Nixon. Now, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. To me, that's cool. Richard Nixon used to fly into New York, okay? And I don't know if I, I, I never talked about it before, but we're talking about it now. He would fly into New York. And uh, he would he would come in with uh, maybe like one Secret Service guy because he had a fly. And off the record, my father and him would get together all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would say three times a year. And they would walk down. They would walk around the neighborhood, and, and very quietly, unannounced, and talk. So you mean he didn't bounce little wheels on his knee? Richard no, I, we, I did meet him a few times. You did when I was young. So you yep. remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. See, that's history, though. Absolutely, I did. I got to meet him a few times, and then he would leave. When my father died uh, in 1972, uh, Nixon showed up at the funeral. That wasn't that nice. He sent the letter. My mom had the letter and everything, and um, he also showed up and he uh, went in and uh, everybody had to clear out. I wasn't allowed in. My mother wouldn't have it. I still to this day. Uh, I have to say, bothered me the fact that he, my mother would not allow me in my dad's funeral. Now, why was that? I, from what I remember, when I was seven years old, my mother saying that um, I don't want you seeing him that way or remember him that way. I want you to not. It, to me, to her, it was an adult thing. Part of me understands it, so I, f- I forgave that. But part of me says, you know what? Maybe it would have given me more closure. Well, it probably would. See, as kids, we were taken to every funeral in the book. I mean, from an early age. Yeah. And it was always an open casket, by the way, guys. Especially the Italians. There were no closed caskets. None. None. No, never never saw one. No matter what. You and they would up. throw themselves in the casket. Oh, oh they'd throw themselves on the coffin. Oh, yeah. That happened. My little brother went up to kneel. He was forced to go up and kneel by the coffin. Yeah. And at that moment, the uh, man's mother uh, comes up to the coffin, lets out a giant scream. And threw herself on the corpse. Yeah, right next to my little brother. A very traumatized thing to do. For life. Very common thing to do. That's what they did. Yeah, you just lost your shit, but the box was open. It was open. You know, and uh, my grandmother, when my grandfather died, she would wear black. But they All would keep the black on for the rest of their life. Thirty lives. years she wore this. She wore black and a she hood. Never, they had yeah, hoods. Ne- yeah, she would have wear black. Never wore anything else. Uh, and always wore black. Whenever I went over her house, she was in the same fucking... No, you would think changed. she had 95 black dresses. I think it was the same one. <laughs> no, that's the same dress. Yeah. Because I had that in Hoboken. I moved into Hoboken after college in 88. Lived there for about seven years. Those women were still walking around. Yeah. They were still there. And so were the guys that ran the little social clubs. Remember oh, yeah, that? yeah. You remember the social clubs? Oh, of course. Well, where are they? All over. All over the place. All over the place. You got a couple names. Little corn. Mention yeah. names I don't want to mention names. You can mention names. Nah, well, I don't know. If I, well, I don't know. I will, well, I will. You know are they alive? You can mention them. They're alive. So. No, these were guys. You got to understand something. When I was 23 years old in Hoboken. If they're dead, you can mention names. You can mention names. Uh, they had a couple clubs in Hoboken, and it was uh, still coming. It wasn't yet yuppified. It hadn't turned into that. So you had the Grand Street Boys. You had the Monroe Buddies. And you see these little coffee Little places, right, you know, right. little storefront, but but they painted their name of the social club on the glass window. Right. And you'd see these little guys. The one guy's name was Rubber. The guy would stand out. I'll never forget this. And they all had nicknames. Guy's name was Rubber, and he'd stand out there, and he had a rubber jaw. I mean, I guess he had no teeth in his mouth, so right. this guy's name was yeah, Rubber. Yeah, Rubber. Yeah. But he guarded, made the, sense. guarded the club. It made yeah. sense. He got a rubber jaw. You know how they came up with nicknames? I mean, it was just now, how was that? Because I want to get into nicknames. All right, so for instance, Joe, so what happened? my friend Joey owned a lumber store. His name was Joey Lumber. That was it. <laughs> That's it. You know? Now, are you a master of giving nicknames? Because I I've given have. a few nicknames. Have you really? Yep, I've given a few. I, my nickname well, was given to me. It was given to me. Did we talk about the history of the name Wheels? I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think so. It has to do with the mob, actually. You might want to do that right now. I was, uh, I was working as a chef in a restaurant. I'm going to tell you about my family, about 
we're going to get back to Long Island, my family in Long Island, but my actual family. Let's do uh, nicknames for a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm at a restaurant in Long Island, right? I'm at this place. I was a chef at Joseph's Restaurant in Cedarhurst, Long Island. And Cedarhurst, Long Island was a very affluent neighborhood, predominantly Jewish, and then Italian. That was it. You either were Jewish, mostly Jewish, and Italian. So anyway, I was a chef there, and uh, the head chef, Frankie, I won't mention his last name, but Frankie, um, he needed a ride home back to Brooklyn, right? He lived in Brooklyn. He would come out to Long Island every night to, to cook. He goes, hey, uh, hey, Mikey boy. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Frank? Do me a favor. What? You got, what do you drive? I have 74 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Do me a favor. What, Frank? What? Get to the fucking, they never get to the point. Do no, me a favor. Listen. get to the point. And they would have to explain. No, listen, like, if you don't want to do me, it to me. Let me explain something to you. Yeah. And, you know, and, they get and they have to get, then they got to get into this. Hey, if now you don't listen, listen I'm going to ask you for a favor. You don't want to do the fucking, tell me now. Yeah, right. yeah, get don't let out. me get into the whole thing. Spit Just tell me what it is. I need a ride home. I'm like, all right. It's as simple as what that. A big favor. No, but they had a corner. You yeah. into a corner. Yeah, it had to be a big deal. I think it's a freaking secret. Yeah. yeah, I need a ride. <laughs> but like, I love it. But you got to love everything's it. A everything's a secret. Anybody watching? No. I, no, I got a question for you. Yeah. Now, listen to me. Right. You know, and it was always one of these something. things. Who's over there? Who's, who's watching us yeah, talk? Exactly. I'm like, why? What's the matter? I need a ride. Now, home what was this me. guy's name? You remember the Frankie. guy's name? Frankie. So what Frankie happened? Frankie Senator. So what did he do? He, he needed a ride back to Brooklyn. So I said, no problem. So we go back. I said, but I want to. I got to go on tonight. I'm on. I'm doing a show at Pips Comedy Club, and she said, Bay, can I stop there before and do a quick? I was still an open micer, so I was still working. Like ten minutes, and you not even four. That's it. Three, four minutes. Yeah. He goes, no problem. So we'll stop over there first. And then on the way, you take me home. I'm like, yeah, no problem. He goes, so uh, don't, you know, don't tell anybody I need a ride. I'm like, I'm going to tell nobody. So I said, he goes, all right. So I listen. I said, let's go. So we go to Brooklyn. And there I go on stage. I do my thing. He goes, you know, I got to be honest with you, Mike. I'm like, what? I was watching you. I'm like, well, I hope so. You were in the fucking crowd. If you weren't watching me, you They have problem. to tell you that. They have to say yeah. I was watching. And I got to be honest. Right you're fucking funny, kid. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. He goes, you know, right when you're on point. stage, I can see like your wheels. Uh, spinning in your head like you know you're thinking of the next thing i'm gonna call you mikey the wheel i'm like well that's cool frankie i don't know if i want to be called the wheel you know it's like you're it's naming not me after, as catchy it's as not you, you, you call me an actual tire at this point <laughs> you know you're the wheel uh, hi how it's how not gonna, important enough yeah how are you gonna introduce me I'm gonna, hey how you doing frank my name is the wheel say hello to the wheel i'm like uh it's okay how about wheels how about wheels how about wheels you just flow so I, he goes all right I'm going to call you Mikey Wheels. And it sticks. And it's stuck ever since that day. And it sticks for the rest and of And I've always life. been called Wheels. And I never really talked about that that death. Well, I'm depth. glad we brought that up because nicknames, you know what the thing is about the Italians from the Tri-State area? Wouldn't you say masters of given nicknames? 100%. And there's so many of them. How many of them did you know? Who, who did oh, you know? Oh, Jesus. You want a list? Uh, let me give you a short list. We had uh, the Turk. There's always a Turk. Yeah, there's always a Turk. We had told you about rubber. We had the hammer. And I'll get into all these. And by the way, you want voices. Eventually, we're going to get to all these voices on the show. We had the weed. We had the mole. We had the snake. We had shades. But here was my favorite guy. The guy's name was simply Clarky. Now, whether or not Clarky was this guy's name, I don't know. Right, you don't know. But the guy would walk into the restaurant. Everybody worked in a restaurant. So did I. The guy would come in. Restaurant would close at 1245 in the morning. 1245. This guy would come in about 1230. The first thing out of this guy's mouth, and you knew this guy was a hitman. We just knew it. He would say, he would look at you, go, "Is the coffee fresh, camp?" It's the first <laughs> thing he would say. Now, granted, bear in mind, a quarter to one in the morning. Right. This guy's looking for fresh coffee, and you had to make him fresh coffee. Yeah. And I'd say, "Well, uh, well, Clarky, yeah, we, I can make some coffee for you. You want to sit here at the bar?" I never sit at the bar. Now, is that a different <laughs> voice or is that the same? Close to the other. It's close, one. but yeah. a little different. A little right? different. Because little I think he got shot in a the little throat. Little at some yeah, you might. Get, he sounded like he had a little <laughs> laryngitis there. See, so it's different than that. That's a little, a little different. But this was Clarky. It's the coffee fresh cump. And by the way, cump, you know what that is, right? Cump? Campari. 
Oh, I didn't front. know that. Yeah, that's actually. what that is. But it was a it was a thing indigenous to Hoboken. Oh, which is fine. A comp, a comp. You know what's a digi- You know what's it's Brooklyn. You know what a Brooklyn thing is? What mo? Same thing. How you doing, mo? Now what did that stand for? Just mo. Just mo. Yeah, you a mo. You know you don't know why, but it's stuck in a little bit yeah. of an hey, area. Mo, do me a favor, mo. Yes. Come over here, mo. Now it's uh, a small area. It's though, like saying, yo, that, what's right? up, cuz? Well, cuz was Newark too. Yeah, but it's like saying, yo, what's up, mo? Mo is just a terminology for yeah, buddy. You know what, Cuz was huge in Jersey on Bloomfield Avenue. We used to in the eighties. We had the sweatpants rolled up to the knees with the white socks. You right, that look? sure. We had the yeah, ass used to white roll socks. them up. Yep. So you look like a colonist. They used yep. to call them that. I nicknamed them that. Hey, look at the colonist. You ever put shorts over like sweatpants? Like, yes, all the time. That was a big thing. Did you ever wear your shirts inside out? I did. Did you ever cut the collar too I've low? Always like flash dance? give you a bigger neck. Yeah, it makes yeah. you look like you think you're muscular. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like it was giving <laughs> you arms by how doing about, that. How about the wrestling shoes? Remember that? Oh, I used to have them. Okay, guys, nineteen eighty. Six wrestling shoes. You go out to the clubs. Yeah. Saturday night wrestling. Shoes. Wrestling shoes and sweats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or you cool. can wear the, and the capizios was always a big thing. Right. Um, capizios with the white shoes. It looked like you were receiving communion. Yep. Oh yeah. Pure white. And God forbid you white. got a scuff. They, they blind you. You went home and you polished. You the, polished. You, the you wipe them down. Yeah. You remember the decks? I remember the decks. Remember like the white boat shoes. Remember yeah. the white boat. They yes, called them I decks. Do. Yeah, and I they do. had to be white as white as can be. Everybody went out. White. They were white, bright white. Nobody dirty. It was like shoes. that jeep we're looking at across the street. That white jeep. And then the capizios. What about capizios the capizios were very big. Now what did they look like? You remember what they looked Pointier. like? Pointier. No. They had the, the tight, tight ankles. It looked like uh, they were like strangling your ankles, strangling your waist, but bowing oh, out the capizio, the, uh, the shoes. I'm talking about the shoes, Capizio. Cavaricis. 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 Yes. yes, thank you. The Cavaricis. They were para- like parachute They pants. were like parachute But they pants. were like, and they used to have the waistline that looked like a WWF belt. That's right. It's exactly yeah. what it looked like. Come up past your navel into your right. ribcage. It would be the biggest thing. And people yeah. liked it because if you had a belly, you wouldn't go overlap it. Yeah. And, and what about the chains? There was a chain. Remember the one chain? Oh, yeah. The anchor. Yeah, there's an anchor. But what else? You can, I, I hope you pick this off. Uh, I hope you do. And Ma, if you're listening, this uh, one's for you. What was it? She told me to buy one the other day to wear it for good luck. The herringbone. Nope. Okay. So there was the cross. There was the anchor, and it's a gold chain. It's a little emblem. The Cornicilla. No. What's the Gordon, the horn. Yes, the horn, the yeah. fingers. The fingers. No, well, not, no, no, not the, the horn. The, no. the horn was the um, It was a twisted. No, the, the fingers, fingers were the Malokia. Malokia. The horn was the Cornicilla. Yeah, that, that would ward off evil. So right. you got the two exactly. fingers. Now I'm going to try to describe this. Because you give them the Malokia. So you got the pinky finger, and you got the pointer finger sticking right. up. The rest are clenched into a fist. Right. That's the Malokia. That was the Malokia. And you point that at somebody, and you curse them to death. Right. That, that would doom them to death. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or that send was it. them to hell. Was, he was never going to survive it. And there's no way you could survive that. Done. You just point those fingers yep. at you somebody. You gave them the They're done. There's no, and my mother said it the other day. Ma, you out there? She goes, you have to get the fingers. Start wearing the fingers around. And then they always have to reiterate it. And it works. And it works. <laughs> like, they know it works. Well, well Ma, Ma, Ma's for you to put the garlic under my feet still. That's right. You get sick. Yeah. She says, put the garlic on yeah, your feet. Yeah, my mother used to rub me with, uh, my mother used to make, uh, she used to do the thing on my back with the with the, with the 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 candle and the wax, and she used to light it and put the suction cup and take out the, the virus, whatever. Which they're doing now, this cupping. Yeah. This, yeah, cupping. You hear about well, this yeah, cupping. yeah, cupping is a big thing. Yeah, so they cup you and they're pulling something out of your body. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I like guess it. it's toxins or whatever kind of. I don't. Thing. I don't know. I don't know if I go. I don't know if I believe it. But let me tell you something about Long Island. What about? Okay, it? so I grew up in the five towns: Lawrence, Long Island, and the Parisi family. We were the number one, the largest Italian family on Long Island. Uh, we had a reunion um, on in, in Lido Beach, Long Island. How 15, many were you? Fifteen hundred. What? Yeah. How did this happen? The largest. The we just had another one recently. I wasn't able to make it. It's like a trial. And about 900 people showed up. That was still it's amazing. First cousins, cousins. I mean, the whole. Uh, but, um, so the Parisis are very special are the, in that area. And we're also a very influential family in the five towns. That's interesting. But not mob-related, political-related. That's amazing because my DeFazio family, politically in Hudson County, New oh, yeah? Jersey, Hoboken, Jersey See? City, all political. 
Mine yes. too. Big no, political Nobody family. in the mob. I mean, a lot of mob ties. Up. Right, sure, we there did too. To there yeah. had to be. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about that. My, uh, so we're a Republican family, very highly respected Republican family. My uncle mm-hmm. was the mayor of Cedarhurst for 29 years. My father was a, a superintendent of, you know, of Nassau County. I mean, big people. Um, so my father, I don't know the whole story. I was a kid or I was baby. My father decided he was going to allow these bookmakers these wise guys, you know, to, yeah. to set up shop around the numbers, in right? In the garage, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had the, the phone lines and everything. I'll tell you how influential. With the big glasses, you could see the numbers? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like fucking... Uh, Rothstein. Yeah, Rothstein. <laughs> so they had... My father was running numbers. He had nothing to do with this whole operation. He was giving them a space mm-hmm. to run numbers. That's all. And uh, to show you how influential my family was. So he gives them the space. Two days later, the cops are at the door, bust the whole fucking operation. They take my father down to the jail. But isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, they arrest my dad. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So my father goes, all right, you know. Uh, My father's a very mild-mannered man. World War II vet, Purple Heart, the whole deal. He never did anything wrong. He goes, "Uh, I can make a phone call, right? And they go, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mr. Parisi, Frank. His name is Frank. Makes a phone call. Within seven minutes, he was walking out the door, and they were apologizing to him. To arrest him. As they should. Apologize. Well, because they let violent criminals off easier. Well, because my father was best friends with the judge. Well, that helps. <laughs> well, no, 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 he's got him in his same yeah, pocket yeah. like so many nickels yeah. and dimes. Yeah, right? Tom Galata yeah, sure. was the judge. And, and Nunzio Galata, actually. My father Nunzio, called the judge and said, do me a favor. Who on, is, this is Frank Parisi. Anything you want. My, because you got to remember, my family was influential. He got, they got them in office. Anybody who ran for office, my family put them there. Senator Al D'Amato. My, my, my uncle put Senator Al D'Amato... In office. Isn't that amazing? 100%. If you want to read about it, there's a book out called The Pothole Senator. It's about Al D'Amato. Text that to me. I will read it. Pothole, and you'll mention and Andrew Parisi in the book. Andrew, and it says in, in the book, Andrew Parisi, when Andrew Parisi asked for a favor, you didn't turn Andrew Parisi down. You do it. He had the grip on Long Island voters. Well, let me ask you this. Let me back up uh, 30 totally seconds. Totally legitimate, though. I'm sure. But n- you mentioned the name Nunzio. Who was Nunzio? Golan. He was the judge. You want to hear something funny? His son ended up turning into being That judge was too. my nickname from my father. My old man gave me that nickname as a young kid. And it I mean, your name was Nunzio from your father. Yes. Oh, he was great name. All through my life until he died a few really? years ago. Oh, yeah. He would go, hey, Nunzio. Now, what the significance was, right. I don't Does know. anybody still call you Nunzio? You know what? Somebody does. I have a couple buddies up in Jersey who heard him do it. And right. it sticks to this What about thing? your mom? Does your mom ever call you Nunzio? No, 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 no. Does no. she know that that was a... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. The, the name was shouted out all the time in the house. All the oh, time. really? But the Nunzio thing, that's interesting that yeah. you have ties. Nunzio Galata. Now, um, what about uh, the book? I want you to get a book. The book is called The Boys from New Jersey. Remember that one? I don't. Is that about the Jersey Boys? It's about the five families in Jersey back, I guess, in the 80s, early 90s. Uh, and guys, get a pen. You know you need a pen when you listen to our show. The Boys from New Jersey. It's just a great history. I never, uh, I never heard of the book. It's great. You'll love it. It's a, it's a fast read. It's an exciting read. It's a true story, obviously. And it happened right there not too long ago. You know? Well, you had the, the guy, you know, The Sopranos, uh, which was a fantastic... Um, that show was based on this, this uh, incident in case. Which one? Oh, you mean... Uh, well, The Sopranos is loosely based on that case. The Boys from New Jersey. Well, you know, do you know who, who, uh, who he was playing? Um, specifically, no. Specifically? I don't. Um, I don't know if I should say his name. Well, I mean, that's, you know... Is he alive? No. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. So. Vinny Ocean. Okay. Vinny Ocean was the guy that, um, that, that you know, Gandolfini was actually... So that's portraying. who... But he was a Jersey then. He was a Jersey mob. Jersey mob, okay. then, yeah. Who was a part of the? Of course, all of the mob stems to the five families in New York, even the families, um, 
even the outfit in Chicago and all the families in Chicago outfit. And it's funny because there was a guy in, have you seen the movie Casino? Of course. One of the greatest mob movies ever. I thought I mean, so. Well, you know, fantastic. So, um, and very realistic. That, well, it was re- and I'll tell you a story. The guy who played uh, Pesci's character, right, was, was, was Spilatro. Yeah. Spilatro was the boss of Las Vegas. Well, his right-hand man, Frank Collada, mm-hmm. okay, who was a hitman for the, for the Vegas mob, Frank Collada. I was very good friends with Frank in Vegas, the original Frank Collada, mm-hmm. who ended up escaping jail time. I guess he uh, he was able to escape jail time, but he they show he was the one in the movie Casino uh, chasing the guy through the golf course, looking to kill him. Yeah, running through the golf course. Yeah, I do remember that was right out well, in the backyard. Well, now Frank Collada, and so Frank Collada ended up ended up going um, under underground in Vegas, um, and he was underground. And I met Frank Collada, and uh, we did some we did some shows together. Actually, he was trying, and I also met who, I also met the rat Henry Hill, who I hated. He you was a jerk that, off. That's amazing. I heard that guy was a prick too. Jerk off. I was doing a show. I was hired to do a show in Vegas. What did right? he do? And he was there, and and he was there with a bunch of other guys who were witness protection people. Okay. Now I'm not I'm I'm not for that. If I feel you're a fucking rat, you're a rat. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't play that game. You know, you 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 decided early on, and you wanted to live this life. Now you want to fucking all of a sudden you want to capitalize on it, make money, and keep be a your rat. mouth shut and yeah, never rat on your friends. friends. Those two things, two things, yep, which mean right. exactly the same. Exactly the same thing. So I met Henry Hill, complete jerk off, and uh, a few other people who were rats from Brooklyn that I knew, and I just stayed away. I'm like, fuck you, people. You know what? You know, I'm not going to buy into that shit while you're here in Vegas now trying to capitalize on on show business because yeah. you think you could be in show business because you want to talk about your mob ties. I, I don't like, once you're a fucking rat, like Sammy the Bull, these guys, when you're a fucking rat, you're a fucking rat. You, you took an oath. And you took that label. You yeah. take that label out. You decided you wanted life, this so to be your, your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? That's interesting because my old man had, didn't have ties, but he knew Jimmy the Gent. Who oh, was wow. De Niro's character yeah. in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy so Conway. he knew him well. His real name is Jimmy Burke. That's right. It's yeah. Jimmy Burke. And he actually knew him and uh, said he was a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, and I heard I mean, good things about him, too. Yeah. But Leota's character, uh, Henry Hill. Henry no, Hill. Not jerk so off. much. Nope. Jerk off. Tommy DeSimone. Pesci's character. Tommy DeSimone was his real yeah. name. You know? And mm-hmm. I heard now from what I hear from people that know Tommy very well or knew Tommy, he was a cowboy. Very, very close to. So he said Yahoo motherfucker. He was fucking he crazy. Was he was crazy. <laughs> he, was, he, would, he was one of those wackos, man. You know, I knew some small-time mobsters, too, growing up. Not so much the big ones, but there was a guy, uh, God, I love him. I really miss him. His, name, his nickname was The Mole. I'll use nicknames right now, but his name was The Mole from Newark, you know. And uh, he would always get busted for bookieing. Running numbers, which is ridiculous. It's a silly offense. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Vegas can do it, no yeah, problem. So I don't have to Atlantic it. City, but as soon as you step outside, you can't do we'll it. Talk about hypocrisy. And he was just a great guy. He come over to the house. We were little. He come over with this bread from a bakery called Calandra's, which was the top bakery in Newark, New Jersey. Come over with the bread. You say, hey, Billy, t- you I've bring heard people the bread. talk about Calandra's. Is famous. Actually, it's actually, talk. I'm going to bring you a loaf sometime. He'd come over, and the kids would go, Billy, ha! Huh? That's what he would always say. You know that Italian yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Huh? Did, did you bring the bread? Yeah, it's almost like you get pissed at you know. But he had the bread. Yeah, he, he had the, the bread. bread. And Calandra's still around. I've heard people still talk around. about Calandra's actually. Yeah, favorite mom movie. You know, I was thinking about that coming over. I mean, the go-to. Let's just say besides The Godfather. Let's do that. Yeah, because of course, The Godfather's, the Godfather's always going to be your number it's always one. The that's so that's kind of set the precedent. So aside for mom from movie. The Godfather, yeah. okay. So mine, I think the most realistic, to me, is probably Casino. 
I would I would say. Uh, it just I do. appeared to be. I like Casino. I would say it was definitely one of them. It was extreme hardcore violence, but I think that's probably what went on with those guys. You uh, know? Absolutely. I, I like Casino. Um, um, I did like one else? of my favorite, Donnie Brasco. Yeah, Brasco. You mentioned that a lot. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite lines at a Brasco. Well, what else is... But don't forget, let us not forget the uh, mob move. Is that a line from Brasco? Let's hear it. And you know what's funny? He was. He wasn't known anywhere except known all his all neighborhood. That's the they knew him on Mulberry Street. <laughs> we're known all over the world. But he had to make a point. No, a point. I'm yeah. known yeah, through the whole point. fucking world. It's great. Like people in, in Lithuania going, you Ooh, know, you know Lefty Ruggiero. Oh, no, watch out for Lefty. Watch out. Yeah. Now, did you ever watch the 40s, 50s gangster movies? Nobody ever talks about that. Uh, well, I remember seeing the Capone one. What about uh, like the Cagney movies? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, Bogey, yeah. Bogey, Bogey, Cagney. Hey, guys, don't forget Cagney. Were they really portraying the mob? Or was it just. No, no, it was Hollywood. No, 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 that was Hollywood. I think they were good, good gangster movies, but they were movies. They were movies. The stuff they're making in the 90s, anything Scorsese makes, is probably pretty damn accurate. You know? I would say so. That's accurate. I mean, he does his research, let's face yeah, it. Yeah, he does. But it's brutal. But Bronx what else, Tale. What else is it? Bronx, Bronx Tale. Tale. Yeah, absolutely. Because One of the right greatest there. movies. Catherine Narducci, who's a dear friend of mine, who actually I did an interview mm-hmm. with Catherine. I had a podcast. I never launched it. And I did a huge interview about an hour long with Catherine Narducci. And I was listening to it the other day. I still have it on. I'm going to ask you if I can air it. I mean, it's still very true today. Mm-hmm. It's before she did The Irishman, but she was talking about this new movie she's doing that she can't talk about, and it was The Irishman. But mm-hmm. Kathy, uh, who played the mother to Cologero and Robert De Niro's wife in Bronx Tale. That's Kathy oh, Narducci. yeah, she gets around in that area. They use she is fantastic. Because she's authentic. And Catherine and I go way back uh, to my days living in West Hollywood. She lived in the same apartment complex as me. And uh, we were dear friends because I was roommates with Luca Palanca, who's a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And Luca and I were roommates, and Kathy lived down the hall, and Luca and Kathy were friends, and that's how I met Kathy. So when I would have Sunday dinner or Easter at my house, Kathy was always over the house. I would make the frittata, the pizza grana. I would do all the cannoli. I would do all the dishes. I would make the prosciutto prosciutto malone. I'd make the brajol, the meatballs, the sausage, the broccoli, with fresh garlic and potatoes. Sometimes I throw it in. Trip. I make all that stuff. Trip. I just say it with the accent. And they would all come to the house. And I would always have Sunday um, the sausage and peppers and the onions and the, and, the, and the meatballs the real way, pork, beef, and veal. I'm going to give you recipes. Let me tell you something. I co- you see what I do out there. I mean, I'm an, I'm, when it comes to food, I'm, I'm kind of like an artist when it comes to food. I'm passionate about what I do when I make my now, food. What do you think of the name Foodie? Would you say that? Foodie is a foodie name. That annoys me. Yeah, Tootie Fruity. That annoys me. If you're a foodie, you're a Tootie Fruity. That's ridiculous. I but use the hashtag Foodie because a lot of people use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got to use it. But, but Catherine Arducci, so Bronx Tale, going back to Bronx Tale, mm-hmm. and I hate to go off subject, but Bronx Tale, because I sometimes get on a roll with talking food. Don't we all? You know, I get into talking about the Scudolin beans, oh, the pasta basilica. The pasta lenticchia. Yeah. I get into talking about the stracciatella, oh, yeah. the wedding. So I don't want to talk more about food, but I can get the into the whole soup. thing. Wedding soup. wedding soup. I'll get into the yeah, wedding soup. And we're going to make recipes. I'll, get, I'll do these yeah, things baby online. Meatballs, yeah, little meatballs. Little <laughs> yeah, the size of like fat dimes. <laughs> yeah, they are. Tiny. Um, but anyway, so Catherine, I love her. So Bronx Tale, one of my favorite lines in Bronx Tale is when Clem Caserta, okay, gets on the bus and Robert De Niro's driving the bus to talk about his son. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to do them a favor and kind of set them up for life because Cologero wouldn't uh, rat on, yeah, trying to picture rat on Sonny, right? right? So Clem Caserta jumps on the bus and he goes, uh, you know, your your kid, he's a good kid, that kid. I just love the way he goes, your kid, 
He's a good kid, that kid. Well, they got to repeat themselves. Yeah, five times. Your kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah good It's kid, like Johnny two time. You got to say yeah. everything a couple yeah, times. Yeah, you got to get the paper. Yeah. Go get the paper. Get the paper. Get the papers, get the papers. Your kid. He's a good kid, that kid. But I do that too, even today, you know. I repeat yeah, but myself. we do. We repeat ourselves. You know, yeah. all the time. Uh, you can't help it. No. It's in your blood. It's in your blood. And by the way, let me just throw this at you. Wheels is talking food. I got to say, I got to say, guys, I drive to Wheels' house to do the podcast. You need to know this. <laughs> I drive here. I'm in a town called Nokomis. Which means daughter in a moon, by the way. Does uh, it really? Yeah, if anybody's interested in that, make sure you write that down as well. But I drive down here to Venice. I come to Wheel's house. He doesn't offer me a cracker. He doesn't offer me a bag of chips. No. Full Italian spread every time I come no, to this Spread house. Every, every time. Free. Tell him what was on the menu tonight. It's tonight on, it's we on had the table. chicken parmesan. We what had else? chicken franchise. We had, uh, I had, we had garlic knots, fried ravioli. I got a calzone inside. I got the big ziti, a little big ziti in there. Mm-hmm. I got the... Um, uh, the, the the chicken Florentine we what got else? going on in there. We got a buffalo. Uh, my daughter wanted to get the buffalo pizza, so we took care of that. Uh, I don't know. I got, you I got, got the cheesecake. You brought the wine there. over. I got I cheesecake. You brought a beautiful bottle. Wine. What kind of wine is that? Let's look at that. Here's the name of the Epicurious, wine. Epicurious, right? Epicur- what does that mean, Epicuro? Epicuro. Epicuro. Is that, is that Arguian- that's a food? It's Arg- a foodie. It's a foodie word. Is it a Arguianico? Puglia. Puglia. Now tell them about Puglia because that's a coincidence. Well, Puglia. If you what, look at the uh, if you look at the poster I made on Instagram that's and Facebook, <laughs> I, we're in front of Puglia's restaurant on Mulberry Street. That's absolutely. That's true. where that restaurant is. And I want you guys to look at those posters Wheels is making because it's going to be a collector's item series, right? Or we're going to print them out. We're going to do uh, cliches like lithographs of them, and we're going to print them out. And we start doing live podcasts. What do we do? We're going to start. We're going to sell them after the show and sign them. I, I gotta bring. Oh, yeah, I gotta tell. Right. I gotta yeah. tell you something that just came up. And I, 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 I completely off topic. I got a couple of calls, right? Emails actually. Today, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I got maybe seven or eight emails from people who own businesses that want to be sponsors on the show. Oh, isn't that awesome? Isn't that and, great? And they, and they, and they want to figure out how stuff. they can. And I haven't even thought of it. I'm like, you know, I'm doing this as a goof. We're having fun with it. We're having so much fun, guys. This we is never not really work. We is never really does it work for us? No. It's not work, guys. We love doing it. And we never really thought about, you know. I mean, advertisers is nice. Everybody advertises, but you know, we do have a huge audience. Um, we really, Charlie, our audience is huge. I, you know what? I'm almost, uh, I'm just blown away. That's yeah, all, that's huge. All. And we're so talking, much we're talking people. twelve to fifteen thousand at this point after this episode. But that's so the guy, So, so what I'm trying to do is, I'm thinking of a way that a company or person who, whether it be a local business in Southwest Florida, and because we are a global show, maybe we can do a. Maybe take on some advertising. Would you be apt to that? Absolutely. I mean, why not? Get some people, restaurants, and listen. We, we have a great show. People listen to us. We're, I mean, I don't want to say we're influential yet, but I definitely see that we're on the road to being an influential show where people are listening and loving the show. Why not take on well, some Well, it's, it's a win-win situation. Help us help you, vice versa. Right. You know, so, so, I mean, I might answer those emails. I wanted to talk to you about it, but I mean that we're on the I air. think it's a good idea. You know what? I think, uh, you know, uh, if you can help each other out in this life, why not? Um, you know, the older I get, the more I feel that way. Yeah. you got to lose? If you're not hurting anybody, why not? Well, it's opened up a lot of doors. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what happened tonight before you came over. I could talk about it now. I couldn't talk about it before. Uh, and then we're going to get back into some mob stuff. I want to talk about some lines in The Godfather. Okay. But uh, And if any of you out there listening, come up with your best lines. Email them to me or Facebook me with them. I love it. We love the yeah, lines. Yeah, we love your feedback. Especially, yeah. especially obscure lines. And feel free to disagree with anything we say. You got me waiting <laughs> in the lobby. Um, but uh, so uh, I did a show tonight, right before you came over. I did a show of my first corporate gig. Congratulations. For a, first for a corporation. Of all, yep, for huge. a financial company. Um, I don't want to talk about how much they paid me, but it was very big money. Um, and I've been doing comedy a long time. I've deserved that. I mean, I earned it. 
But it's, it, they, they wanted me. They called me. They wanted me to do it. I said, you know, I'll do it. It was on Apex. It was on a WebEx, it's called. WebEx. Kind of like Zoom. Which I knew nothing about. I knew Zoom, but right. I did not know WebEx. And WebEx is, and I, I, I was about 300 people out there. It was a happy hour with wheels. We started mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock. I probably ended about 6.10. Um, and, uh, you know, they did a little intro. I did a little roast about the people, for the people who were on the screen. I did a roast to them a little bit. And then I got into some comedy and kept the flow going. I made people laugh. They loved it. The guy texts me back. He's like, he goes, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we, I'm getting nonstop text. I'm going to read the text to you. Yeah, so this is, this is the text that the guy emails me back immediately after the show. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, I'm not going to tell you his name because the comics will be calling him like crazy. Texts are flying in faster than I can respond. All great feedback. We'll clean up the tech on the front end next time because we had a problem getting on the first five minutes. It's normal. Let's chat tomorrow if you have time. Enjoy the pod. He's a big fan of the show, by the way. So this guy's listening to our pod. Oh, he loves the show. He's a big fan of the show. Uh, So he was talking about possibly. Thank you for listening. Yeah, he was talking about possibly. And I know you've had some people talk about wanting you to do fitness videos. Yes, yes. And the WebEx is what you're saying. Yes, the the WebEx. So that's the platform. Well, what we've been doing, guys, we've been doing uh, like Wheels does the comedy. On WebEx, and I've done a couple of the uh, fitness things. On they've been WebEx. they've been very successful. They've been amazing. You yeah. know, I, I wasn't sure at first, like when this epidemic hit. Like obviously, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen with the world, but a lot of positive came out of it too. Sure, it's obviously a nightmare, but a lot of positive things came out of it. Opportunities you normally wouldn't get. So I have been doing them, and and what it is is anywhere from one to. I don't know, 25, 30 people you can go up to probably. If well, you can go up to 300, 400. You can do that too. And what you do is you watch me on screen, you follow along with my workouts, and people have loved it. Right. And what I love about the whole thing is because you were telling me about that one person that wanted you to do a show for their corporation. Because listen, you're home all day. I'm amazed. I'm and you're away. working at home. These people are working at home, right? And they actually get to work out with Charlie DeFazio, and who's a shredded beast, for 45 to 50 minutes in their home office on a mat before they get back to work, and they put in a great workout. You make them feel good about it, and uh, you can yep. actually do it. And they could be in different states. We're talking 500 people who are watching you doing a show. You could be I mean, anywhere. that's fantastic. And, and the beautiful thing is you don't have to commute, especially you cold-weather climate people. I was there, too. We all have lived up in the cold. You don't have to drive anywhere, guys. You, turn right. out, you flip open your laptop, you work out with me, done. 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 And you're going to put them through a workout. And if they can't do the whole thing, you're going to let them know. You're not going to humiliate them. You do what you can. No, and by the way, whenever you do that, you contact me directly. Uh, you DM or whatever you want to do. Yeah, how does questions. that work? Well, if they have questions, say it's like, hey, Charlie, I didn't know exactly what you were doing with that leg lift, whatever. You could DM me, and I'll be happy to talk to you even live on a live phone call. There's no problem with that. If you sign up and work out with me, I become yours. Right. That's just the way it works. I think that that's going to open up a whole new... Uh, I mean, you already have a major clientele, but now to do it online throughout globally? Well, online globally Game changer. Well, it's the future. It's happening now anyway. It's happening now anyway. People want to stay home. Some people don't want to go out anymore. Let's face it. You know, it's funny. A lot of comedians, and I really feel bad for the comics. You know, they don't know how to embrace technology. Comedy clubs aren't aren't able to stay open. They're having problems. You can never you can never make the money you want to make at a twenty five or fifty percent capacity. Listen, if you want to make any money in a comedy club, you got to be at a hundred percent three days. Friday, Saturday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Elbow to elbow. You got to have at least four shows going on uh, Friday and Saturday, two and two. To make your money. If you can't do that, it's hard to survive. Well, that's what bothers me about the whole situation. We talk about the positives, but we also talk about the negatives. Concerts, comedy shows, sporting events. Yep. And even if we do go back to 100% or whatever, people are still going to be leery about it. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. You're going to have people wearing masks 10 years from now. You just don't know. They're going to do what they feel like When I did my show tonight, just to watch the people, yes, it was different. Was I getting laughs? 100%. I could Mm -hmm. hear it, and I was getting the feedback enough for me 
to enjoy it. Exactly, and it goes the same with fitness. If I see you sweating, if you tell me you got a great workout, it's fine. That's what you want to okay. hear. Yeah. You don't. You, you, I mean, yes, being in person, there's a certain energy. It's a difference between seeing a Bruce concert on TV and right there in the stadium. We know this, but what's the alternative? You yeah. get online, you watch us, you laugh with wheels, yep. you work out with me, and you get the same results. The same results. It's the same results. So I'm really happy that at least technology has taken us in a different direction. Uh, for the comedians, they listen. I feel bad for the comedians who don't know how to do it or don't know where to go and how to make this work. It's a shame. I, I wish you had a backup plan. But well, you're good hey, with the technology. You know, and I, I've been doing it. People made fun of me when in the, in, the, in the 90s when I was online learning how to build websites, and they made fun of me. And they said, it's never going to take off. You're fucking crazy. And here we are um, getting paid extraordinary oh, money. It's I got I to tell you, man, how do you think a wise guy would – If a guy, let's say there was like a wise guy. Or embracing technology? Well, no, but like uh, <laughs> being a personal trainer, like a real a real, a real mob guy. Like, like, can you what, imagine? If they, if they took my class or yeah. if they – Oh, uh, no, just like, you know, like, you know, just being the trainer. Like being I think they – well, I mean, look at me. They, you know what? They laugh at me now, but it's a funny. They're kind of laughing with me, I hope. Can but you imagine? <laughs> come on, everybody, listen. But that's what it I is. I want everybody to lift your leg. Well, that's what it is. I was lift teaching the, yoga. I'll come over there. I'll break your fucking break head. You. Lift your leg, <laughs> I said. Basically, that's kind of what I was We're doing. We're doing lunges, assholes. You know what they call my yoga class? They call it the Goomba Yoga. Goomba Yoga. I like that. Goomba Yoga. Like almost Actually, like Goomba we, we should do that. Don't anybody Goomba Yoga. Goomba Yoga. That's like Goomba <laughs> Yoga, <laughs> my friends. Actually, Goomba <laughs> Yoga. <laughs> if anybody steals that idea, we're coming after you. <laughs> we buy the we're name. We're coming after you. No, that's a good thing. I should do that. But we're going to start getting into live classes again soon. Good. We you are. think so? Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, you were saying the other day they're starting to open the gym. They're going to open the gym. I think there's going to be a totally new protocol for space, you know, but you will have that opportunity. But my feeling is a lot of people are not going to want to do it anymore. They're going to want to stay home, which brings in this WebEx stuff. WebEx, Zoom, any outlet like that. Even FaceTime, to be honest with you. I've done it on FaceTime, too. FaceTime's great, but to have the opportunity to actually say, okay, let's say for – and this is where I'm trying to go with this. Let's say – Okay, um, you got a Fortune 500 company like IBM. Mm. Okay, now IBM has offices all over the U.S., different parts of the country: Denver, New York, New Jersey, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, t- Texas, wherever they are. And they say next Thursday, all IBM uh, employees mm-hmm. or all IBM uh, certain division of IBM is going to get together, and they're going to get an invite in their email, and th- and the email is going to say work out with with Charlie DeFazio. On WebEx, and we're going to set it up. It's going to be at two o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Come on in, and now the head of the the head of the teams are the ones that pay for it. Mm-hmm. So, like four or five teams get together, and they all pay with a credit card, five six hundred apiece. And you you know, and and they do this for their team to keep the morale going, keep them healthy because they can't get to the gyms. Now we're talking, Charlie. I'm talking like two hundred and fifty, three hundred people are working out with you, and it's absolutely fine. It could be, and actually, it could be twenty thousand. Doesn't really yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean th- yeah. it could be thirty thousand because you have your own space. See, that's the thing. You got to understand what's happening here. You open, like I said, you open up the Mac laptop. Yeah, you got your own space. Yeah, doesn't matter how many people are there. Right. So I think I think that's the way the world is going. I, I'm noticing in Florida. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing a little more normal. What do you think? It's the most normal state in the union. In fact, oh, I got a little story for you. My brother Judge, you know your pal Tito Guido. Yeah. He your just brother. drove I love down. Him. Yeah, my brother. He just drove down uh, from Jersey and he crossed the border. And by the way, there were checkpoints at the border up here. Georgia. I hear that they're yeah, really. They are, and they stopped him for a while. But what he said was his first line was, "Holy shit, it's like a different world down here." I go, "Yeah." Yeah, because yeah. we're open. Yeah, we're open. We're pretty much, and we're yeah. being safe. We're not being assholes about no, this. No, I think DeSantis opened up. We're open. But we're open. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on in New York and Jersey and those? Well, areas? my brother is in, shut uh, down. in in Queens, and he was telling me just the other day that it's still it's pretty much shut down. People that were in uh, in in the show tonight that I was talking to, some of the panelists on the WebEx show, 
were telling me that uh, they're still quarantined. You know not, what? At they some said they're point, not even at any percent. But that's kind of ridiculous. At this point, you have to have a slow rollout. What the hell is wrong with these states? You have to have a slow rollout. You cannot imprison people for the rest of their lives. Yeah. You no, can't no, do it. No one Italian people, like in Brooklyn and Long Island and stuff like that, they, I bet they have like underground underground restaurants you can go to do. right now. You of course know? they Of course You think they're going to stop They're capitalizing out? on this shit. They some of them don't you know, cook. They're going to go out. Underground clubs. You know, don't tell them. Come well, you on know what? It's like, it's like the prohibition in, in know, the 20s. Password, COVID-19. Yeah, you get in. and you get in. You have a little sliding window. A little window. slide you get in. Come on in. Good. Go dance. It's the only way you can do it. Yeah. But you got to open up the states. I mean, you cannot imprison these poor bastards. You can't do it. And by the way, how about the small businesses? They're the ones going under. They're the ones, yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they did get a boost in the stimulus and all that, but how long is that going to last? That's not going to last. And will people eventually get back to normal? That's how many thing. weeks are we? Are we in week 11 now? It's week well, 11. Well, when did it start? Like February something? No, no. It was March. Uh, was it March or February? I think it was February. Like, was it? Yeah, it was part of February. I'm, think, I'm thinking my guess is we're in 11 weeks of this. So, okay, start rolling it out, you know? Yeah. And, of course, it's a different side that refuses to open anything up at all. And they right. happen to have the worst cases of COVID. Why is that? Well, because they, they're, they're sabotaging themselves. Of course they're friggin' sabotaging you know, this themselves. Is they're what imprisoning they're doing. people. Hey, listen, if you didn't know there was COVID-19 out there, wouldn't you think this was just a bad case of the flu? Well, uh, absolutely. But, you know, and there's another side to this, too. There's another extreme. The 400,000 jerk-offs that crammed onto the beaches here in Florida Memorial Day, I don't go for that either. I mean, that's too much, too. Right. But it's a happy medium to all this, is absolutely. there not? Absolutely. It's a happy medium. Yeah, there is. Hey, listen, man. I'm enjoy- I'm okay. We're fine. I feel oh, like- by the way, I got to tell you, Wheels has got this. I'm not going to tell you where it is because I don't want to blow his secret. He's got this amazing private beach down here. Oh, and yeah. And I'm not going to tell you. Nobody's no. going to tell you because it's it has private to be beach. Private. I, live, I live in a private beach community, but my private beach, you go on there on any given day, four people, maybe. Four people. Four people. You know what I get? I used to go on to the Nokomis Beach. It's with an N. Let me spell it. N-O-K-O-M-I-S. Okay? means daughter of the moon, like I daughter said. Daughter of the moon. You go up there now. I used to go up years ago. There were 20 people on the beach. Now I go up. And this is a block from my house. You walk up to the beach. Looks like 4th of July, Asbury Park. Yeah. So Wheels has got a different situation here. And you know what's great about my beach? I got awesome. to tell you. You go to the beach, right? As soon as you get off the thing and you go onto the, onto the uh, what do they call it? The, the, the beach, the deck, you know, to get onto the beach. Hoof. You walk through. Hoof. And you look up, and there it is, the American flag. <laughs> should, and there's a sign on that. your left, and it says, Welcome to Paradise. Yeah, of course, because it is paradise. And that's what I do. I go on the fucking beach. My wife, we get some wine, a little beer. My daughter's hanging you out looking <laughs> for shells. And you know what I do? I play Jimmy Buffett, Margarita fucking Ville. you got to do that. And yeah, I you know what's myself. funny about that? Now, you see, it's when we have some wine, a little bourbon, and the Italians just like to curse. It's what we do. you right. got to handle it. Somebody said to me once, you know, you curse too much. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. This is what we do. <laughs> what the fuck? You got some fucking nerve. You know what? I set up a jar for my little Chucky. You know, my little Chucky D. That's yeah. his name. But it's He's his nickname. Cute. Oh, isn't he? Thank He's you so much. This kid. Oh, my boy. He's like your mini me. He really is. My baby boy's nine. He said, Daddy, I'm going to have a jar. Every time you say the F word, you got to throw a $5 bill in there. He put he five say on one. It. It's yeah, five. He wants to collect. Was that the same voice I imitated him? Yeah, in? yeah same exact voice. <laughs> See, he's got the Italian in him. But you got to Some Metagon kid would have said, I'm going to put a quarter in your son of five dollars. <laughs> but my old man was different. He used to come in. My old man. Yeah. We talk about him. He come in. He looked like uh, a mixture between, I told you this, Ron Jeremy meets Danny DeVito meets Bozo the Clown, the three of them. Hilarious. And he used to come and he used to go, hey, everybody, what's happening? And he had this high-pitched voice when he was happy. But when he was pissed, he'd be like, you mobile fucker. <laughs> and it would drop down about 20 octaves. That that was him, <laughs> jovial versus right. a vicious. Going vicious. Well, that's and, funny. And he, and he switched it on a dime. Yeah, he knew how to get into Your it. Your old man. Well, you know. No, not my dad. Your but there, was a, there was a guy out in yeah, who? <laughs> out who lived out in Long Island. He was a comedy book, a Rick Morgan, and any comedian listening to the show. Jewish. On, uh, 
I don't even know. Morgan, what's he Morgan? had like an English name, English accent. Oh, okay, so he's probably. But it was hilarious because <laughs> there was a comedian, <laughs> Frank D'Amico, that would bust <laughs> his balls, right? What do you so, say? so when you ever you called Rick Morgan, he goes, uh, he would be like, "Oh, hello, Wills, how are you? I got a gig for you in uh, <laughs> in Connecticut, you know." Hello, it doesn't hello, go hello Wheels. Wheels in an English yeah. accent, and he Doesn't would be work. very English. But everything was Rick Morgan. I'm with the Morgan, and I booked funny. these rooms, you know. So Frank D'Amico would call him up at like three o'clock in the morning when he was sleeping. He would answer the phone. Hello, I'm, who is this? Well, wait a minute. Did it sound like the guy from the Jeffersons, the no. neighbor from the Jeffersons? <laughs> no, he would go. Like, hey. Hello, and we go. Hey, who the fuck is this? And Rick and Morgan would go. Who is this? And gay, fuck you. And Rick would. Go, who the fuck is this? Like he, <laughs> the guy was born and raised on Long Island. Who the fuck are you talking to? I'll break your fucking neck. <laughs> But that's what they did. It just came I'll out. I'll shove right? my shoe up your ass. Yeah, yeah. Fuck and you. And they used to name the size of the shoe, remember? Yeah. I'll stick this size of lemon yeah, right up in you. But it was up in your Don't ass. Don't make me come your... over there. Don't make Don't me think come. that I'm... Then the I next day you would call him up. size 11. Next day you'd call him up. Hello, it's Rick Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> so was he full of shit? Or was that exactly Total full of totally shit. Totally full of shit. All right. Best movie lines, oh, mob movie lines. Godfather's got... Who do you, what movie do you think has the most memorable lines? Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Out of uh, now, what, you got to give me a time period. You're talking seventies, eighties, maybe. I'm talking about best mob movies. Out of Goodfellas, uh, everything. I mean, you would have to think Goodfellas, Godfather, probably Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Well, Goodfellas got. You see, the funny thing is, Goodfellas is funny. That's to me, that's a comedy. Right. It really is. Right. Because the stuff that comes which is out actually of their mouth, more true to life than all of them. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. those guys were funny, and everybody needs to understand that the mob guys were funny. Yes. The Italians from that region are fucking funny. Fucking. But funny. I would say there's so many lines in the movie. I would say. Uh, I would say Pesci's, any, any of Pesci's lines. All right, Godfather, Godfather. keep your any friends close or your, and your enemies close. Are you talking about, like, uh, interesting quotes like that? Just lines, yeah. best lines. Yeah, well, there was, uh, to me, Godfather, I would say any of Brando's lines. Any of Brando's you lines. You want to pick one out? What did he say? He goes, uh, best one, and I'll try to imitate him. Maybe yeah. I won't do it like, nah, All hopefully. Right. He sees this, as this very sad scene, by the way. His son is riddled with bullets. Oh, Sonny yeah. Santino yeah. on the uh, slab. And Brando, you know, he decides how he's going to handle it. And he looks at the body of his son. And he says, look at the way they massacred my son. And he Let breaks him, down. Yeah, he my breaks boy. Down. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. Look at the way they massacred my boy. But the way he did yeah. it. Look at the way they massacred my boy. But did you feel the pain? Absolutely. You he was able to get that point across. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then there's other things when he's at the table with the heads of the five families deciding. Oh yeah, if my son should be yeah. struck by a bolt of lightning, yeah, you know, or something that's like right. that, then I'm gonna come after some of the people in this room. Right. And that's I'm gonna a great come after line. Sh- I'm gonna come after some so of the people. So he's warning in this room. you, don't fuck with me. And he goes, and I'm not gonna be a nice guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna blame some of the people. I'm gonna in this blame room. some of the people. Now there's another room. one nobody talks about: The Untouchables. Great movie. It's a great one, right. and you know what? It's based on history, obviously. Great movie, a lot of great lines in that. Hundred percent. Now yeah. I don't remember the lines in there as much, but I can remember it if I watch well, the movie. Well, I'll give I'll know you a right few. Away. Any any of De Niro's movie, uh, any of De Niro's lines in that movie, he says. And my favorite line of all, it's basically what we were talking about in the beginning of the show. We're very nice guys, me and Wheels, but somebody messes with me, right? I'm going to mess with him. And That's it's as right. simple as that. Yeah. That was uh, Al Capone, yep. Yep. played by De Niro. Unbelievably good performance. What else did he say? I think one of the best lines in The Goodfellas was a friend of mine, Bobby Gollub, who played the guy, the truck, the guy who took the truck in the diner. He pulled up at the diner. He walked oh, I know what you're about to say. Two niggas just stole my truck. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? And Nobody the stole the truck, first Nobody of all. No, he made he that up, but, up. But he had to specify it was two niggas stole two my truck. Two niggas just stole my can truck. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah and that was the line. I can yeah. say what I want. Yeah. yeah. And but how about Stacks? Everybody loves Stacks. Everybody loves Stacks. Everybody loves Stacks. Yeah, everybody loves Stacks. What did Henry say? 
Because he was, uh, the line was. Oh, I know what it was. Yeah, you know, he's yelling at Karen. We got to use the N word a little because it yeah. was in the movie. He goes, it was in the movie. He goes, Karen, you know, you know who gets caught? <laughs> Niggas stick up men because they fall asleep in the getaway car. Karen. And by the way, Ray Liotta, amazing performance. 100%. Because of the, uh, it was just this high pitched, whiny thing. Whiny fucking, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely stuttering. Yeah, mumbling, stuttering, prick you. Yeah, that's right. That was good, by the way. No, I thought you said you're a right spider. You're not a right spider. You're a stuttering mum. Get over there and get me a drink. Come on, vomit. That's very good, Wheels. I like actually. Wheels is a master impersonator. Me, I just do what sounds. I could do to certain. Me. I could do certain voices. <laughs> and then you got Karen, who was played by who? Lorraine Karen. Bron- What's her name? Bronco. Uh, yeah, and who I actually uh, um, who uh, Broncado. Lorraine Lorraine, Lorraine Bronco. Lorraine Bronco. Lorraine Bronco. Bronco. Broncado's the other kid. Yeah. Right, Lilo. Uh, yeah, Lorraine yeah. Bronco, who I became friends with in Vegas um, when I did a TV show out there, and we actually. Um, I'm sure hung she's out. a hell of a nice she's woman. She's one of the one of the nicest people. She's from Long Island. Great lady. Great performance. Uh, and Lorraine, we became friendly. I got pictures. Of, actually, I'll put a picture up of me and Lorraine later um, hanging out at a party in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, where, well, Las Vegas was the whole. I told the story about 86. I'm not going to go over that again. 86. If you want to listen to the. Uh, Listen to the podcast where I actually tell you the story of how the word, how the how the terminology '86 came about. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember so that. So they have to listen to the, they have to go find that. I you want them to listen to the show. You gotta go find that on one of the episodes, guys. And what is this episode five? This right? is episode five. The mob. Hey, the cheers! Mob. By the way, episode the five cares. is a number. That's a number. Yeah, five That's is not the longest class, number, but it's definitely a number. Cheers. I'm drinking um, this wine. But, uh, yeah, it's been amazing, man. Like I said, it's not worked us, right, Wheels? It's not work at all. It's really not. So well, this fun. is fun, you know. So, much fun. so w- let me ask you this. Where can people um, where can people find you, Charlie? So if they're on the online looking Okay, for so we've made this easier. I'm working with my buddy up in Jersey, Carl Terso, and uh, as a lifelong friend. We're, we're developing a little fitness website. But here's where you could find me. The name Charlie DeFazio, but I need to spell. Get your pens out. I hope you have your pens and notebooks. Get a like crayon. I'm telling you, get a crayon, get a marker. It's D-E-F-A-Z-I-O, okay? Because there's a lot of Charlie DeFazios with a D-I. So you got to make sure you make that distinction. Right. Now you're doing the spelling. And I'm doing the spelling. D-E-F-A-Z-I-O. It's on YouTube. You can check out my YouTube channel. Same on Instagram. Okay, go on there. Click on. Ask for my friendship, and I will accept it. And also on Facebook, same way. Okay? And we will get you going. And that's where all of my fitness stuff happens. If you use that name, you will find me. Uh, and don't forget, by the way, subscribe to the podcast here. You need to do that if you haven't already. And you do like um, you, know? you do videos and you do like little quick videos. I do. Here. Here's what's going on on the YouTube channel. If you go to my YouTube channel, there's little sample workouts. It gives you an idea how I work, okay? Um, there's modifications for everything you're going to see on there. But when we go live one-on-one or with a group, you'll get an idea of how I work and the intensity right. that I apply, okay? Instagram. That's a lot of fun. There's more so pictures there and stuff like that, motivational fitness pictures, recipes, stuff like that. And eventually, I'm going to have a website up very shortly. Good. Fitness. You should. Yeah. So you want to get in touch with Charlie out there. You want to follow him. If you want to follow me, uh, you want to go to Wheels Live on Instagram, Wheels Live on Twitter, Wheels Live on Facebook, and Wheels P on YouTube. So that's how you can find me out there. Uh, I, this was a great. I think this is a great show, Charlie. I, remember a lot um, of I think we should have like a part two. I mean, eventually we need to. And then, you know what? Because I've gotten a lot of feedback. You guys, and and by the way, let me just add this. Tell us what you like. Oh, let me listen to it for a second. That's good, fellas. Very good. That Very was good. good. All right, fellas. let's see. What movie? Hold on. Go ahead, test me. Test me. Trivia. Same song, isn't it? Don't tell me. 
I would say Bronxdale. Am I wrong? Beyond the Sea. Beyond the Sea. I know the song, but what movie is it? Huh? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Another one from Goodfellas. Goodfellas. It's a hell of a soundtrack. It is. I enjoyed this show. Did they make a soundtrack? They did make a soundtrack. The Goodfellas soundtrack, actually. Music from the most... Well, give me a couple more. People might Uh, might like this. Let's see. You guys loving this? This is good, huh? What else? Wow, you're testing my... uh, No, it's all Goodfellas. This is a Goodfellas soundtrack. All of it? Yeah. One of the greatest mob soundtracks ever. And by the way, all of Scorsese's movies have great soundtracks. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. In fact, Casino, Casino, the reason I love that soundtrack, a lot of Stones music in that soundtrack. You a Stones fan? I am. So am I. I am a big Stones fan. I had tickets to the show. They canceled them all. But no, that's amazing. You get those two soundtracks. Casinos, Goodfellas. um, Wow, that's so good. Now, they had Bobby Vinton on there. They had, uh, who else did they have on there? I they mean, had such the, a, it's the Moon Glows, the Cadillacs, Billy Ward and the Dominoes, the Chantrells. But you know what, though, Charlie? What? This is it. An hour and 23 minutes. We got to get out of here. Are we on to an hour and 23 minutes? I mean, we don't got to get out of here. Whoa, it flies. Let's give it a couple more minutes because I think, uh. We might want to hit the uh, hour and 28 minute mark. Is there anything you want to talk about? Hit the hour and 28. Yeah, we don't want to go an hour and 30 no (laughs) matter what happens. No matter what happens. (laughs) (laughs) No, we got to have a part two to this because I've gotten a lot of feedback on how you guys like this stuff so much. I'm going to play it in the background. What do you have to say to the people? I have to say we love you guys. Thank you so much for making us in the top 40 or 30 even right now. Probably will be after this show. Keep listening. Subscribe. It helps us out. You need anything from us, we are here for you. Yep, that's true. You know, I think, uh, Charlie, I think we've come to an end of Don't Eat All the Meatballs. now the end, end is <laughs> near. So which one is this? Wow, now that's a different one. It sounds like the Shondells. All right, I can imagine a scene <laughs> right here. Do you know the scene? I think they were in the Copacabana watching Bobby Vinton, getting ready to watch, and they're walking through the Copacabana, right? Yeah, and then Bobby Vinton hits the stage. And they put, they're getting uh, the table set up for him and getting him ready to go. And what song did he open for? How Trivia. you doing, Hendry? What do you do? Which one? Bobby Vinton. What do you open for? I with? can't remember. Uh, Roses are red, my love. That's right. Roses are red, my love. Yeah. Who is the comedian on that? Henny night? Youngman. That's right. Take my wife, please. Yeah, Henny Youngman. Yeah. Look him up, guys. Fantastic. History. Lots of history. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Listen. Uh, this is another episode of Don't Eat All the Meatballs, the fifth fifth episode. I'm very proud of it. Um, I think we've hit a milestone tonight. Yeah, well, I think we did. I think we're on our way. We love you guys. Thank you so much. What Grazie. I would like for you to do, uh, people, listen to me. Um, I want you to email me at uh, mparisi at gmail.com, or you can Instagram me or Facebook me. I gave you all the information. You could. Facebook Charlie or email Charlie. You got he's got you got all the information. Anytime you want. Email us or Facebook us or Instagram, whatever however the hell you gotta get to us for suggestions of what you'd like to hear on the show. Uh like I said, this show is a freestyle show. It's unedited, unrehearsed. We don't even know basically we know a, a concept of what we're gonna talk about, but to be honest with you, we just throw the mic on instead of talking. This is what it's all about. We just roll with the improv. This is the new normal. 
you have a lot of podcasts out there. They're great shows, and, and continue to watch them. We support the podcast world, but give us a shot. Tell your friends about us. Share our podcast, because we're different. We're different than all the other shows, because you never know what you're going to get. Like they said, Tom Hanks said that in, in Forrest Gump. That's right. And we will continue to keep this fresh for you. We promise you that much, right, Wheels? We are. It's always about what we can talk about. It's all about, listen, we want to hear from you, too. We want to hear, like Brian Domahan. Remember Brian? Yes. Yep. Big fan of the show. Yeah. He uh, he was saying he wants to hear about the wackiest jobs we had starting out in the business or just starting out as kids from the time now. We have a lot of ideas. A lot of crazy that. jobs. Thanks for that idea, Brian. Yeah, we're going to do that. And I have another one for us. On this well, know. How about a travel episode? We talked about travel. A travel, travel. episode. Yeah, and been? I think on one of the episodes, now that it's getting hot outside, when we start doing them Oof. inside now, I want to do some cooking episodes. That'll be great. Uh, I want to start doing some recipes, some of my favorite recipes, family recipes, yep. healthy recipes, not so healthy recipes. Listen, whatever floats your boat. Supplements to avoid. Supplements, supplements to, to avoid. Yes, we can do and that. And I, I got to tell you, we'll I that. think that people want to see that. Uh, I think people are embracing the new way of living. Uh, that they're enjoying being home again. There's nothing wrong with it. They're adapting well and they're hanging out with their families. If How this pandemic has taught me anything, it's taught me a few different things. It's made me embrace my home more. To cook and enjoy what I do more in food. I'm getting to watch some really good TV again. Hey, listen, we were doing a podcast in my in my yard. Maybe this wouldn't have started. If when when people getting together, pandemic, friends yeah. getting together. It's, this is company coming over. Yeah. I know every Wednesday, but when we film the Am I the record, company tonight? You're the company. I'm the company. So I have so company coming company. over. I never had that. And I bring something, but I bring a full bottle And you're always bringing wine. something. See, yeah. if it was somebody else, I'd bring a half yeah, a bottle a half, of Always a half a bottle. Or a half a piece of pie. Or a half a piece of pie. So so it's fun that we can do these things and get, and get to embrace the new things in this new world that we're living in, this new way of living. Uh, come up with a unique handshake. If you have to tap heads, tap heads, or spit at each other, maybe lower on the bottom, maybe at the knee. Don't spit in the face. Spit at the knee. A spit nice spit the to the knee it's might okay. say, hey, you know, you, I but like But you, you know what they have to do, the sound they have to make if they a spit? Two. Two. Yeah. Remember that? They, yeah. had to, they had to emphasize yeah, that. Too. My grandma, one more Nad joke tonight. Yeah. Nad used to say, she used to chase us. She couldn't catch us, but she would go, I'm going to spit at you. Two. And she'd, make, <laughs> and she'd hit you with the spit, the ginder, but she'd make that sound. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, come up with new ways to live in this new world. Don't feel bad and sit at home saying, oh, woe is me. If you're a comedian out there starting out in the business, uh, you know, figure out the new way of doing business. I did. Uh, if you're a fitness trainer like Charlie and, you, and you're saying, oh, I can't do classes anymore, do like he did. Come up with a new way to, to make it bigger and better. The world will never get small. In other words, don't say, what could I do, Godfather? What could I do? That's right. I'm here to see the baker. Uh, it's Angel the Baker. I'm here to see your father, your father. <laughs> All right, everybody. Episode five, which means next episode is six. What is it going to be? You have to wait and see. Hey, man, thanks, everybody. I'm Michael Wheels Parisi. Got Charlie DeFazi over here. Good night, all. little lightning in the background. Yeah, looks pretty. Good night. Good night.